I interviewed Jared Hathaway. He's a YouTuber, athlete, and podcaster. Today, we're gonna learn how he sold $10,000 from ARAC. Jared, what's up, man? Hello. I literally saw you in the line for Arax Pizza Party, and now we're here. Two days later, 48. Whoa, is my mic? I think it's your headphones that are. Okay, the, yeah. okay, that makes sense. I'm going to wear them like this. This is what I do when I stream. Yeah. I put a, I put an ear, a, head, a headset ear yeah. right behind my ear. Hell yeah, it's idea. real nice. It's real nice. Let me this tell you. This guy's a multi multifaceted <laughs> creator, gamer, podcaster, IRL streamer. Content. Dude, streamer. Not IRL cam, streamer. Cam girl, everything, dude. Exactly. That's that's on the DL, I will admit. You yeah. know, I feel like when I got into that little industry, you know, it was like a it was like a gold mine for me. I, yeah, I yeah. found my success. Look at you, man. There. Making it happen. <laughs> but 48 hours ago, uh, I met this guy. I guess this is this is Armand, for anyone wondering. You yeah, are yeah. on his podcast, so you should know who this guy is, but my goodness, this was a while. So can I tell the story of how you how you met me? Okay, so I'm waiting in the line. I'm basically wearing what I'm wearing right now, maybe except, except I'm not wearing my Nation merch. I'm wearing a gray hoodie, just you know, fanny pack over, just something casual, right? Something casual. And I was sitting in uh, one of two lines at Arax World's Largest Pizza Party, event that he was hosting at the YouTube Theater. At the party, there's two lines. There's one for like, skip the line. Let's say you're like flying in. Let's say you're like, you know, coming across seas. You're, you know, you're coming from a far place, right? It was one of those tickets where it's like guaranteed that you're gonna get in. Like, and mind you, you, you didn't really need to buy the ticket. Like, it, it was the ticket. Once you got into the event, was just really to secure you a good spot. Yeah, that was really 100%. it. Like it, it didn't sell out. Uh, it wasn't super full. There was, you know, a, a good amount of uh, people there. But then there was the other line for GA, general admission, people that were, you know, just there in LA, there in the area, right? And I was just standing in the skip the line. You're standing in the GA. We're we're pretty much like the first like 20 people in in both lines, and you walk up to me and you're like, you're 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 the Colin and Samir guy. And I was like, <laughs> you made a Colin and Samir video. I'm like. Huh? I did. I did. But I'm like, how do you know me? Like, how do you know me? And I've never been approached in public other than maybe one time. Uh, I did a podcast with like a music group and they, and some guys recognized me, but I was like, what in the world? What's going on? Like, I know a lot of people down here. I know a lot of creators in the field, right? But oh my goodness, this, my heart was just like, what do I say? Like, what do I do? And you're like, no, you did like the Colin and Samir like book video. I'm like, oh, okay. I did. I know I did that. I know, I know that for certain that way you're talking to the right guy. And, and then you messaged, uh, you mentioned that you messaged me on Instagram and then that's when everything clicked because I recognized your Instagram photo or your, your profile photo, which I like recognized. And I was like, oh my goodness. Okay. Now I know who I'm talking to. It's Armand, which Back in the day, your your Instagram was Saeed. Yeah, it was. It now was. it's Armand. Yeah. So that that clicked, boom, bada, bing. That's when we met. And then we saw each other a handful of times throughout the event. Uh, it was kind of hard to move it during the event. No, Don't no. It was, it was, we met at really interesting points. You and I, I feel like we were trying to connect with the same people. I was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We were, I mean, it, 
Honestly, I saw it as a mixer. Like, well, sure. the well, it, well, the SoFi YouTube theater event. Yeah. yeah, that was that was like the event. Right? Yeah, that's like the main event. Everyone's there. There's yeah, everyone's there, right? Yeah. But then there was an after party back at the other world record that they were trying to break over at the LA Conven Convention, Convention Center. Center. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so they were basically trying to break two world records: one for the world's largest pizza, which is where the after party was held at downtown, and then they had the world's largest pizza party in Inglewood and SoFi at the YouTube Theater. And yeah, so at the after party, which is at the convention center, so that's where we're at. We obviously got to talk a lot. You wanted to meet Colin and Samir, but it seems Dude, like I, I I caught glimpses of them, <laughs> and I got their email today for press oh, publish. So oh, nice! They were filming BTS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were filming a lot of stuff. Yeah, just they everywhere. weren't out there mingling; they were out there working. Yeah. So yeah, we, I I did catch a glimpse of them following Eric, and I was like, oh, this is not the time <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I interrupt their workflows. Yeah. I, yeah. I just let them be. So yeah, I mean, it, it was crazy, bro. Like I saw uh, yeah so many. <laughs> so many familiar faces like from the internet i was like dude that's that's john that's yeah. graham stefan <laughs> dude that's uh, oddest, jason okay, cash let me tell you the oddest person i saw at this after party at eric's world's largest pizza at the la convention the oddest person that i saw while i was there was graham stefan yeah made no sense like i'm trying to connect the dots i'm like okay jason nash kind of made sense he was on his no, podcast yeah was on. yeah that kind of made sense they did a lot of like promotion for the event Susie kind of vlogs made sense you know like josh Ritzer, richards oh, made yeah. sense graham stefan finance not really in the bubble like he just knows a lot of creators super kind don't get me wrong really nice super guy. kind like down Here, for a conversation here's my photo with him on, on screen <laughs> Right here. Oh, in the yeah, middle. Wherever it is. It's wherever it is. I'm gonna say it's right here in the middle. Well, I gotta edit that in. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mark it on the uh on the video timeline. Yeah. However, the uh, Graham Stefan was by far the oddest person I would have ever thought to see. Yeah. At this event. Well, he w it was interesting to say the least. I was just like, it did it did catch me off guard because he's like, Yeah, he's not in that realm. Yeah, it just like if I saw like a president or like a governor, that'd even be odder. But Graham Stephan is like the godfather of YouTube. Yeah, highest RPM, <laughs> CPM. He makes a lot of money. That, a let's lot, just yeah, say that. Big time millionaire. Yeah, I, I, I met him a lot of, we met a lot of millionaires that day. Yeah. A lot. Almost everyone in the VIP was a millionaire. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, there's something about me that I just... I don't really care how much you have in the bank. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't really care how many followers you have. You know, like you never know who you're going to talk to. I'm just going to treat you like a normal person. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, there was this one guy that I did come across and he was like, how do you like come across as like not a fan? Like everyone's a fan of somebody else. It's like, but your bond and connection with them, uh, is what's going to kind of break that mold. Right. hundred percent. And, and, and a perfect like example of this was Mac. Oh, he's so, so right. Great. Max is super cool, down to earth, like super chill dude. He's second greatest editor in YouTube history. Who's the first? Hayden. Bro. Okay. Easy. That makes sense. I met him too. Sense. Great guy. So he was also at the event. Yeah. That one made sense. Yeah. Him and Ashley both made sense being there. So Mac was one of those people where he, he is kind of one of those people that if you are, how would I say it? If you're like slightly shy, like he'd be a kind of an intimidating person to talk to like right away just kind of generally, right? I mean, you'll have kids chase them down and not care, right? But those are little kids. You kind of, their guards aren't as up a little bit. But when you're our age, you know, you're like, oh, maybe I say hi. I don't want to really interrupt them. 
excuse me, had the pizza. I've had so much pizza <laughs> this past few days. Yeah. I, I took bo- boxes home from the pizza event and I've just been eating pizza since. And all the gift cards and coupons and yes. all the free food. Yes. Yeah. We got like a $25 gift card, a handful of shirts, handful of large free pizzas that are only available one. in Southern. Jeff, we got one right here. California. We got, we got this. Got from the event Very on nice. right here. You made it happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get it, dude. So with that, um, Mac. Mac is one of those people that I've really just like grown a bond and grown a connection with. Um, so with that, Mac, I met um, kind of like collaterally. That's a weird word. Like that's like a business word. That's like maybe like Call of Duty, like right, collateral. <laughs> collateral, right? snipe. So I met him last year in early February and obviously Tyler Blanchard, uh, somebody who stars in Airax videos are, you know, obviously yeah, the trio. they're, they're yeah. best friends, right? Yeah. Like they're super good friends. And, uh, you know, obviously stems from Eric. Eric brought on Mac and then brought on Tyler and brought on other characters that kind of fill that fourth spot to say the least. And I, I feel like we finalized a good four that I'm happy with. Yeah. Mac, Tyler. Yeah. And Eric, of oh, course. Yeah, obviously. And then, um, what is it? So I met Mac because I, I know Tyler like pretty decently well. I know him more than, you know, just an average fan. Um, I've made like thumbnails for him. Like I've done business with him. I've oh, stayed at his man. house for seven days. Uh, he's helped me a lot with like YouTube roasting. We'd roast his videos back in creator now. So it stems from creator now, creator now season three. He was my team lead. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I mean, he had won the, he had won season one as an individual, one season two video. as a team lead. Yeah. And then season three, we, we ended up not winning. We came third. That's okay. However, um, I, I had the chance and opportunity to stay at his house for uh, a week. And he just went to the gym one night and Mac, Mac and him were just like getting yoked like for the past month or so. Mac was there. And that's, that's when I met Mac, you know, he's just like, you know, ask me how many subscribers I have, like, what do I do? And, uh, yeah, that was pretty much like our initial conversation. We played call of duty <laughs> together and that was really much it. We didn't say much other than that, but then we met each other the month after at the first ever creator now meetup. And it was hosted in like Malibu area. And that's when we kind of just connect a little bit more. Um, and I've done work with obviously like a handful of the people in that field and um yeah i mean like we hopped on a what is it oh not even not to mention that that was they have their own app and meeting style right yeah so i guess kind of rewind here right so not the creator now meetup that was not the second time that i talked to him that was actually the third time that i met him and talked to him so eric did a metaverse video and i remember i was going to bed and i was brushing my teeth and I was just scrolling Instagram and Eric doesn't post on stories a whole lot. So what if I know that he's posting on stories on IG stories? It's important. It's important. Right? So I click it and I was like, he's like, join us in the metaverse. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Okay. I'll yeah, I'll join. So I was about to go to bed, put on a shirt again, hop over to my PC, boom, bada bing. And Mac and Eric are on there. I ended up donating like almost $400 Jeez. to Eric. And funny enough, he's trying to become a millionaire in the metaverse, right? Yeah, yeah. USD to 1,000 metaverse coins is $400. <laughs> yeah. So I donated $375 to Eric. Jesus, man. <laughs> I got the money back. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, I yeah. did get the money back um, because it was for the video. But he was trying to get Patreons, and I was like, you know what? This guy, I've won 10K from this guy. 
at least I can donate $400 because, you know, I did not know that you had you win 10 K. So <laughs> in creator now season four, uh, I was a team lead and let's, let's put this in context. The season before me and Rachel Carlnick, who you might've met, we were just battling it out for MVP of the season. Just every single week, all the team leads would have to put in a name of who would win the, the creator of the week. Um, Every single week, but the first one was uh, me and Rachel. Every single week, but we didn't get we didn't we got like our week to sh like be announced, but then they gave it to other people because every single week it was me and her. So they had to you know, they had to fill in other people. And so in context in that season four comes by, and you know I kind of knew a lot of stuff, and we had this brand opportunity to work with um, Rhino Shield. Oh nice, and, which is the phone case company. I have it right here. It's, I still have it on my phone right here. It's Rhino Shield. Still here. Still have it. And uh, what was it? So we had five. It was a brand bounty. This is what they call a brand collaboration brand bounty. It's maybe a lot of words to kind of put together. But it was, a, it was a brand opportunity to work with Rhino Shield. And with that came uh, the opportunity to win five grand. And so what you had to do is submit a video with the brand, uh, how would I say it? The brand integration yeah, using with it, it, right? Using it, promoting it. And I submitted mine and I basically just talked about like, you know, different types of styles that you could get. Pizza. Oh my God. It's coming <laughs> up again. Dude, world record. <laughs> That's the world record. I know, for there. the most eaten pizza yeah. <laughs> in 48 hours. So... With that, it came like the opportunity to talk about the brand. You know, you have talking points. This is my first brand deal ever. I've never done a brand deal. I've never done anything. And I got the opportunity to work with it through Creator Now. And they had maybe 140 people sign up to the brand integration and maybe like 70 people submit it. So basically like a 50% return on it that they, you know, Rhino Shield got their promotion and Creator's videos and they gave us like a link and whatnot and... I had the bright idea with my iPhone 8, inside my old phone now, I had the bright idea. I was like, okay, well, I want to like test the, the strength of this iPhone case. Let's go to my Valley Mall and let's go toss it down the escalator. Not once, not twice, but 10 times. Jeez, bro. <laughs> Perfectly fine. You got balls. Perfectly fine. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that, that, there was a selling point. And then not only that, I wanted to add, uh, value into, uh, you know, my viewers lives. I'm like, well, Hey, just in case if you know, like, you're not sure about buying, you know, it, it, you know, the security and strength of the phones, it could come at a price, right. But you could get discounts. There was a code for a, you know, checkout international delivery, but I was like, you know what? I feel confident. I feel confident that, you know, I can, I can buy a case for someone. Right. So I said, if you guys comment or subscribe, I, I don't remember which one it was, but if let's say if you subscribe, which you should subscribe to Armand's channel, the podcast here, then I'll, you know, one of you guys will randomly selected to win a, uh, Rhino shield case. And I'll get in contact with you for what case design it is and what, uh, what phone model you have. Right. And I, I had to submit uh, my video in and they had like less than 24 hours to pick because all the videos were submitted by Saturday and the final call is Sunday morning. So they basically just had like, they just basically had to watch a bunch of videos in the early morning and then make a winner by the, by the morning, essentially. And I remember I was so tired that week. It was an exhausting week. It was so long. I overslept the, the call. <laughs> wow. Okay. It started at nine and it's, and it ended at, uh, 
like 10. Was this a Zoom call that? Yeah, it was like a Zoom call at the time. At the the time. Overslept the call, right? And uh, (laughs) Rachel, funny enough, this is why I have the context of me and her uh, and just battling out. We're good friends. Don't get us wrong. We're not like, we're we're like Messi and Ronaldo. We're still good (laughs) friends, but have, have a competitive nature. Yeah. And I remember it was like 9.50. I checked my phone. I'm like... I see a text from Rachel Carlnick. She's like, congratulations on winning the Rhino Shield uh, thing. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, hold on. Pull up Zoom. Like, log in. I'm like, hi guys, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Because I, I, I'd imagine they wanted to announce the winner. I wanted to be there at least for it. Wasn't I missed it. They ended the call like maybe five minutes later. Eric, you know, like, you know, like when everything's going to the stream, just like a stream chat, you know, yeah. everything's flowing. It's like you can't read half the stuff. Half the people are saying Jared's here. Half the people are like, oh, it was such a great season, <laughs> you know? So it's like, I, I didn't, didn't really mind. And mm-hmm. so that's when I won 5K. <laughs> that was our first ever brand integration and first ever brand deal thing personally and for Creator Now. So I was the first winner of that. Dude, congrats, man. Thank you. Thank you. 5K richer. My heart's pounding the entire day. Zach, Zach and Kate, you know, wired me over, you know, what I, my winnings Mr. and whatnot. Mr. Honorvar met him yes. the other day too. Great guy. Great guy. He was super stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> as, as I could imagine yeah, with yeah, an event yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I won 5K, right? Two months later, a, a, during the next season, they had another brand integration. This time for current. Ooh, current, the future bank of banking, card. and I don't know if you have any sponsors on this podcast, but I was current, the the card, the future of banking. So I, you know, put in an application, I just put in like, hey, like a Google form, like, hey, I'm, you know, wanting to do this, you know, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to try and run it back to see what happens, right? It doesn't hurt. I, I love the brand. I feel like for my audience, it was something that I felt that would be, you know, useful um, for them, you know, maybe it's right now, maybe it's in the future, but at least something for them to, uh, um, you know, hold on to. It's very similar to like other, other mobile banking, right? And so I sign up, I have a Spartan race, uh, which I love to talk about. I love to talk about my Spartan races on like January, like 28th, right? Like late January, me and my mom fly down to Ontario. I stay a week here um, with Manuel and Tyler. That was that time. That was that timeline. And Manuel was like, oh, it was like the final time to like sign up. And I, I was like, Manuel, I mean, like do it, dude. Like what's the worst that happens? You don't submit a video. And we had, so funny enough, and it makes sense why we have to submit this video. Um, so, in the first one, we had to submit it like the last week. This one, we have to submit it in a week before because they have to get it approved. So if you uh, got a green light and were able to put it in your video, great. You know, you'd be able to put that uh, brand integration in. You'd be able to do stuff like that. But if, you know, you're at like the, you're gambling, you're at a club, you know, you're doing illegal things, they're probably not going to give you the, the green light, right? Just like commonality stuff. Something that would get you to monetize on YouTube is something that would not get you the green light, right? So with that, it came uh, just submitting a video and I wanted to make it something, you know, unique. So I was like, it's Valentine's Day. It was Valentine's Day around this time. And I know that it's a week uh, ahead. So I just had to film it beforehand. And I just bought a whole bunch of candy. They gave us $100 on our cards. Nice. Right. So they, they at least gave us money to then spend. And so I used that $100 to buy candy and like hearts and flowers and teddy bears and balloons. It was a nightmare to carry around. So what I like to do, I'm a very, I'm a very like 
go out in the world, like just see what happens, right? So what I like to do is I like to bring my tripod. I like to bring my camera. Of course, I need my camera to record. But then I also bring this giant whiteboard with me like almost everywhere. Or what I'll do is I'll bring like a sign, like a like what you'd see at like a cardboard, cardboard yeah, sign, right? dude with sign type. Yeah, kind of, kind of that. And I always use these white ones, black marker, just like I, I have so many of them in my in my podcast room. And I'm just like, I just don't know what to do with them. It's just like, okay, I need one for today. Write it out, right? So I brought a whiteboard this time because maybe I was like, oh, maybe if I need to change something. There was a lot of words and I was like, hey, ask me about current and you get a gift. You get a Valentine's Day gift. And I just went to like this college, Gonzaga. You guys may, might know what Gonzaga is. They're a basketball school, primarily known for that. Don't get me wrong. And I go out there, film a whole bunch of videos. People, you know, maybe like 200 people walk by, maybe, maybe like. 20 people come up, you know, a 10% of people come up, right? And I'm just like, oh, like it's the future of banking. And what I knew what I wanted to do is if you've ever seen these radio, like when they're on the radio and like, oh, it's it's Eminem, oh, it's Nicki yeah. Minaj. Yeah. And you're watching and you're listening to blank radio, right? They just get paid to just do that, right? So I want to make something similar to that. I just wanted to get like people just like asking about current and basically using them to be curious to then for me to tell you about it, right? And I'd be like, oh, it's the future of banking, you know, like, oh, you could get like blank, blank, blank. And so I did that for, you know, 20 people and I could just cut it up because I have 20 different takes of it and just like mash it up like it's a street interview, right? Oh, it's nice. like, if yeah. I asked you like, what's your favorite uh, way to bank, right? And you have like five different people getting asked that question, you know that their answers are gonna come along, right? And I wanted to feel like a radio, you know, just like social proof of it. That was my main thing with it. And so I submitted it and then the Wednesday before the final Saturday. So it's been a week now. I submitted that video. I started that video at like 2 p.m., finished it, like edited and bought everything, edited that video by like six. The deadline was nine because <laughs> it was Eastern time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So I was like, I, I knew I could get it in. I knew I could get it in. So there's that. Weeks gone by, we have Adam Hadi, who is uh, the lead uh, social media, oh, I forget his t proper title, but he does a lot of like head, head, overhead like stuff. And he's on a call, he's roasting our videos. He's like, this is not a kind roast. He's a kind guy, don't get me wrong. But these are like, mm, this kind of just like fell flat. Like he's not I, like- I like those roasts, he's not gotta being, be honest. Yeah, he's not being like a Simon Cowell. He's like being super constructive with it, but he's like, He's being like, mm, maybe this just kind of fell down a little bit, you know, like I, I wasn't kind of super interested in it because it's his company, but he also wants to like give them feedback to be better creators, right? So it's it's this mesh of like both. Constructive criticism is probably the best way to put it. And I'm like, okay, it's about an hour long. They can't get through like 80 people who put it in, right? I don't know exactly the number. We'll say 80, right? And because there was like 80 people in the call. So it, it kind of makes sense that be 80 people kind of putting it in some people that wanted to be there. Some people that missed it. So average around about 80. And I was like, oh man, like, it's like mine hasn't been shown. Like I knew if like the winner, the winner would have been roasted like that in my mind made sense. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Because you want to see what the best one is. You want to announce that winner. And I was like, oh man, like they showed one really good one off the, off the rip. And I was like, oh gosh, that's, they did like a trivia one with like four different brands and like, which one's the future of banking? So they'd answer the question and they'd say current, they'd get, they'd move steps for, for right. 
Oh my goodness. I'm like stressing. It's like 40 minutes into it. And then they're like, oh, let's go take a look at Jared Hathaway. I'm like, okay. I trust mine. Mine looks, I feel like it looks good. And then they play it and you know, like the chat, like the chat kind of fought, felt the vibe. Like they thought it was a really good one. So I was like, okay, the confidence is kind of there. I'm like, I could win this, you know? And, and it's nice to be able to have like five extra that five thousand extra dollars in your bank yeah right of course not only once but twice so yeah, it, yeah. it's double the trouble except taxes don't get me wrong and i was just like okay i feel pretty confident then they then they list like a final four and it was all the videos that i would have thought would have been in there um based on all the ones that we watched we got down to the uh the final two was it the final no no, I was the final two to get announced into the final. So they named two people, mine and then another person. Okay. So I was stressed. I was like, oh, God. So we just move on, and there was a final four, and they're like, drum roll. And then they say, Jared, I'm like, oh, my gosh. At least I made it to this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least I made it made to this through, one. man. And so, yeah, and then they wire over, like, the 5K. I spent it on a lot of equipment. I spent it on a little bit of traveling, a few videos. Um, I spent it on, like, a weight room in my house. Oh, like, nice. So I don't know gym memberships. I know Planet Fitness, you have, you don't want people to leave your gym, okay? It's like the, have you seen the movie The Menu? Oh, no, I haven't. Okay, I keep so, hearing good things about it. Yeah, it's really good, I've heard. But it's kind of like a final destination. Think, not like the movie, but, like, you're not leaving this place. Think about it like that. Planet Fitness memberships are like that, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to bash on them because they've helped me as a as an athlete, but don't have to pay for one anymore. Have a, I have weights at my house? <laughs> Beautiful, man. Perfect, right? And it was super funny. So I do a twenty four hour live stream every single year at the end of the year. It's for charity, and so we go twenty four hours streaming. Right? I just got the five k like two days before this had happened, and I didn't announce it to my fans. And so they donated. Uh, I announced it like during the stream, but I like I wanted to save it for that to that moment because I knew there was gonna be a lot of people there. I want to at least say like thank you guys so much for supporting me, and whatnot. But besides the point, they donated like eleven hundred and forty four dollars, and every time they take like a percentage, like because it's a third party thing, I always equal it to whatever the number was. I don't care about the percentage. I'll make it up. And I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna like. Christmas was a few days away. The thing was $1,100. I know it's going to take time to transfer, right? And I was like, well, luckily I have 5K. I'm just like, I'm going to spend it and that money's going to just come back. Like, so I basically just spent my money that I had with $1,100. And then once the money transferred, I basically equated back up. So I took a little bit of a loss, which I would have anyways. So it was really glad that I, that, <laughs> that I had that. So that's how I won 10K from Creator Now. And Hassan, if you ever seen Hassan, did no, you meet no. him? No, no. Every time. He used to be a creative operator uh, for Creator Now. He always tells everyone that's not from Creator Now that I stole 10 grand from this Creator guy. Now. So it's so funny. Rhino Shield and Current Card gave you 10K. Exactly. And it was funny because then it was, then the next season that I was in, they decided to disperse the money. Oh, okay. Oh, and yeah. They, I feel like they should have done that from the get-go. Like, second place, third place should get something. Yeah, so they did even more than that. Because, uh, okay. Because maybe, I don't know, maybe I came first, second, and third. I don't know. Maybe I just wowed, had good brand integrations, right? They're not, like, super great, but they're good enough that so they're good. So, who, who chooses the winner, the brands or creator now? So, the first one was Kate and Zach. Okay, yeah, Zach. The second one was Adam and the team who did okay, uh, social so it's media. it's creator now who chooses. That's interesting. You no, think? it was created now the first time, and then it was Adam because it was a separate. Oh, you're yeah. right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So they chose. So it was two different entities. 
and it just happened with both <laughs> legendary and then and then like yeah so then the next time they split they had five different things that you could choose from and then you could choose from like pizza fi you could choose from yes theories like uh seek discomfort um spark game and they had like 10 people and like various amounts depending yeah uh, they'd have a final list and then you'd create for that and then you'd have multiple different winnings because of me hassan <laughs> has been like we had to place a first second and third on everything at this point because you won both the first two and I, and I told them, they're like, Jared, please tell me you're not joining this next brand integration. <laughs> like, trust me, guys, I'm I'm not. I there was nothing that really uh, sparked my interest other than Spark from yesterday, which is a great game, by the way. Yeah, super cool game. So, and they're at the Oscars making movies. No, dude, Iceman, dude, making it happen, bro. It's really inspiring. I I had watched a lot of their content growing up. Um, I think one of the first videos I ever watched of theirs was the Justin Bieber. Uh, burrito video where they had like a fake Justin oh, Bieber yeah, the fake. eat the burrito sideways yeah, and they yeah. post it on Reddit. That's kind of like the content that I like to make. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like semi like really awesome idea, great storytelling, great personality. I always tell everyone that I'm the triple blend <laughs> oh, of Iraq, Ryan Trahan. <laughs> I just realized yes, on camera, we look like the next Colin and Samir. Colin's growing his hair out, man. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. I got the man bun. It kind of does. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Hi, guys. Samir Chaudhry, and this is... is uh, Colin Rosenblum. Uh, I just recently just got engaged. Yeah, man. Great, man. I got married, I think. Yeah, you've been married, actually. Yeah, yeah I've We've, been married yeah. with, with the white How's chick? lacrosse been? Dude, it's been great. Lacrosse got me into everything, man. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Man. What about those coloring books? The guy, Jared. That guy, Jared. Have yeah, you been we, coloring it in we, at all? We met him at Santa Monica at our studio. Yep. Great guy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> They're super cool. They're definitely like the people that are like very business forward. Yeah, like yeah. they need their time. Like they do not want to be distracted. Or they're like super open arms. You Sorry, my legs no, are super long. You gave me a TLDR of how that happened. Could you delve into how, yeah. how that happened a little deeper? Yeah. So I'm. So for anyone that doesn't know, and just some context of some things, I I made a book, a coloring book that you could you know color in with crayons, coloring pencils, for Colin and Samir. That's what I had done, right? And uh, it was it was a kind of like a long project it was like two months worth of stuff it was like around christmas and then i had to wait like a whole nother month because it was the only time that i was down there in santa monica venice area so do you want like the story of like making it do you want the story of like how i give got a, in give me a hybrid give me a little okay. bit of both yeah so my idea was uh from one of their videos they have a series where they rank merchandise from a yep. from creators from a one through five right just like a standard standard ranking and they had like 15 items one of them being a emma chamberlain coloring book and when they got the coloring book it didn't look like emma branding it just kind of looked like somebody made it and sold it on amazon and so you kind of just saw that it was kind of not fake not real it was a fake coloring book and they're like Samir had said, when somebody makes us a, a coloring book, that's when we'll know we've made it. Yeah. And when I heard that, Light bulbs. trains are trucking. I'm like, okay, how can I make a coloring book for Colin and Samir? Looked up on a website. I was like, how maybe like one of those things, picture into coloring book, just yep. something, right? So I decided to go through the Instagram, grab a whole bunch of photos from recent times, Samir's wedding. Um, Colin, Colin wasn't engaged at this time. 
met him and his girlfriend. I'm just like traveling and like photos back in there, like old thumbnails, like what, what they were doing back in 2017, 2018, because they've been doing this for a very long time. Right. Yeah. And just like photos with other creators, like people that they've had on their show and their episodes. Um, but then also just like people that they met across the way. And uh, like Paul being one of them, he's a big yeah. lacrosse guy. He's super tall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I seen this guy in one of these photos and he was just massive. He was huge. Will Smith, Yes Theory. Right, yeah, so like different stuff like that. So I put just a lot of, I made a book, I made three books. I made one for Colin and Samir, I made one for Colin, and one for Samir. So Three. Yes, nice. so I made one as a group, and then one individually, nice. so they have a little bit of extra stuff. And I was hoping that I was able to make a custom uh, cover, apparently I couldn't. And I don't know why I couldn't uh, actually just do that. I, I painted the coloring books. <laughs> got cardboard and shoved it into like the first page and then painted over it. Smart. Because the only way that I can make it yellow with the black that they have is their branding. Yeah. And so I went on my laptop, traced out their logo, uh, taped it onto the center and painted over it. And so that's how I got their logo on the front. All things aside, I had a Spartan race down here, which is the one that I mentioned, stayed with Tyler and well for a bit. And then uh, my main goal was to then deliver these coloring books. Unfortunately, with all the design, all the painting, I had them in the back laptop uh, portion of my backpack, like where you stuff a, a laptop. And, you know, a few flights later, you know, one hotel later, check them. They're just stuck together. There's yeah. three books that are just heated together. Ooh. And there's no way that I could have got them apart. I tried ripping them. Samir, when I delivered it, which I did deliver them, which we'll get to the story about that. He just like, he's like, I think I know what we got to do. I was like, ah, it's okay. But it, it made sense. Yeah. Like I wasn't too heartbroken about it. I mean, it's their books, their decision. Yeah. Um, because it's better to have three individual ones instead of one group. Yeah. yeah. Collective one. Um, so yeah. So I flew, uh, flew down, drove over with my mom and then stayed there. And I was like, okay, well, I need to find a way to get their attention. Yeah. And I'm here for a few days and my, uh, we booked a one way for me. It was like, we're getting this done. There's no way that I'm going to do this without getting their attention, without delivering these books. Right. So I decided, so Dara Ta was yep, on a FaceTime with uh, Manuel and I was like, okay, here's what I could do. I'm pretty good at finding people's locations from videos, from different stuff that they've been in. I could find a house if I needed to find it, right? I don't recommend doing that. Don't ever do that. Make sure you at least are for certain that you can at least go say hi to them. Like, get the green light. And this is what, Dar, this is a very valuable lesson. Don't, like, show up un unannounced, especially with creators, especially with anyone. Like, unless you're a child and want to see if, like, Sarah's, like, if she can play today. Mm -hmm. But you could probably, like, Snapchat her or, like, yeah, yeah. tell... Kids have phones yeah, now, yeah. You could probably tell your mom to just call, right? That th Those times have passed, right? And I was like, I do know where their office is. They have since moved, so it doesn't really matter at this point. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I spent, like, maybe, like, a, a whole day's length of time just, like, trying to figure it out. Because I was like, okay. I just want to at least surprise them. But I was like... In hindsight, that was like a terrible idea. That was not an idea that I would have ever gone through with now. Yeah. And Dara Tall was on a FaceTime call with Manuel. Um, 
And I was like, he's like, oh, what are you doing down there, Jared? And I was like, oh, I'm here to deliver the books. He's like, oh, have you gotten contact with them? I'm like, oh, well, I have one of two plans. I could either try and make a video and, you know, try and get their attention, or I could just like sh hopefully show up on Monday and they're there. Like, yeah, before, that's not before the after best. Work, yeah. Right. Yeah. It, when I say that out loud, my, my mind's like, no, please do not do that. So I decided to go make a video. Um, just being like, hey, I have these books and I would love to deliver them to you. Uh, and that was basically the video. And I was making a whole video out of it. And uh, they re they literally, oh my God, the, the timing on this was super good. It was immaculate timing. As I'm editing the video, uh, someone from the behind the scenes, uh, I don't exactly know who filmed it. Um, they had posted on their story like their interview with Andrew Schultz, like they were, he was in the studio. Yeah. And I was going to go Monday, which is really funny because that Monday they actually went up to Van Neistat's place. So even if I went, I wouldn't have saw them. Yeah. And, uh, they just posted Andrew Schultz and I was like, okay, this is the perfect time. Like after this, they're going to want to check their phones. They're going to want to like, you know, I, in theory, right. I have no idea what they would do after. Right. They check their phones. They just send like a, a little waving emoji in both the white and brown like skin tones on, on, on iPhone, like the darker and lighter skin tones. And they, like what they normally do, right? Like yeah, that's honestly. what they always do. They always just do the wavy or both, both uh, emojis. So they, they sent that and I was like, they just DM'd me and whatnot. And I was like, I just had, had everyone tagged. They got in touch. Super cool. And they're like, hey, can you meet us by like our office tomorrow at like one? I showed up at 12 because <laughs> didn't want to be late. Yeah. So I, I showed up at uh, noon. Uber was like $70 Gee, because yeah, I, 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 I scheduled it though. Yeah. Okay. So it costs like an extra $30, $40. And uh, yeah, that was that. Got to go to the beach. Walked over. Bought, I had coloring crayons and whatnot from Target um, just so they could color it in. Wrote them a nice little letter inside and, you know, just thank them for all that they've done for me. Uh, and we got to talk and that was how I delivered them coloring books. Uh, it was Made wild. It happen, bro. Yeah. You, and, like, it's crazy just getting incepted with an idea like that. Mm -hmm. Just like, oh, you heard Colin and Samir were, were going to make it if they had a coloring book and just those, that light bulb moment and just to having that light bulb moment all the way to delivering it, that is such a like cathartic and that dopamine hit is just, oh man. Yeah, it was one of those things like I look back and I like, I don't know if I give myself enough credit because yeah. it just like, that's so ingrained into me. Like if I have a goal and I have a mission that I want to accomplish, I'm gonna fucking do it. Like Hell I yeah, don't bro. care. Like do I will it. do it. It's kind of weird because I, I've left the sport of track as an athlete. I still love watching it, still love supporting like my favorite athletes because it's been something I've watched forever, right? It's like you played football forever, your football career is done at high school. It's like you still watch the NFL, you still watch football, right? After leaving the sport of track after college, I did two years of college at a community college in my in Spokane Valley, Spokane Falls Community College, go Squatch, go Bigfoot. Uh, I just, I don't know. I didn't feel lost. I didn't feel, um, how would I say it? I didn't feel lost. I guess that's the easiest way to say it. But track had taught me so much and leadership. I was a leadership kid in high school. Team and leader creator now. Yes, I was also a team <laughs> lead. I was not a great team lead. Don't get me wrong. I We were bottom three of the barrel. <laughs> 
you just kind of get a luck of the draw and hope that you have people that are going to upload. You know, some people don't actually show up, you know, and they're still, they worked around it in f future seasons, but I, I was awful. I didn't upload at all. Um, however, like track leadership had taught me so much. And I think a lot of it, now that I'm looking at it, translated a lot to content creation. And like, as a, as somebody who has won a state title before, in track, like it taught me so much, like from leadership camp and being like, Hey, you have an opportunity, like take your opportunities as you see it. Like when I was in high school, like my, my advisor was like, Hey, I think you should sign up for this. And it's like, okay. But you know, I went for it. I got the application in, I got accepted for like one of our boards that we have as a leadership. So like, think about it. Like there's a leadership at your school, but there's also an ASB at your school, right? Yeah. Yeah. So think about it. Think about it like one level up where there's a leadership across Washington in the at the student level, but then there's like a, a ASB for that. So there's like a board for that. So there was like eight, eight or nine of us on it at a time. And I got to go and be on it. It was super cool. Go. Like being like a track guy who, you know, I was I'm pretty I'm a pretty talented athlete. Like I'm one of those people that can pick up something and do it real easy. Like whether it be like uh, pickleball, badminton, bowling, you know, like it I can do it at a high level. Like I won't look goofy and be like I don't know how like hand eye coordination. I'm a gamer. Hand eye yeah. coordination is ingrained into me, right? And when it came to like track, I was a pretty good cross country athlete for a very good chunk of my life. And when I got into high school, it was either track and field or soccer, because I also did soccer at the time. You love running, huh? Yeah, I was a big runner. Yeah. I was like, you know, like the, you know, like there's like the nerd of the school, there's the fast kid in the school. I was like the fast kid in the school. Nice. You know, there's like yeah. the, you know, like the super good athlete. I was like slightly below that. There was people who are like better at like certain sports, but I was like the fast kid in school. Like when we did the pacer Yeah, yeah. right, like I would always be like the in last like one. In like elementary right? school, that just means right. you're a millionaire. You get all yeah. the girls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, you get a good grade on your on your PE scores. That's that's <laughs> what that means. You're very competitive. I mean, surely there's very competitive people in, yeah. in in elementary, don't get me wrong. So going into high school in track and field, I had just come off uh the year prior of placing sixth place at Junior Olympics. So this is like the Olympics, but for kids under 18. And it's club track. You go, this one was at Jacksonville, Florida. I was seated sixth. And my parents were like, well, what, what's the worst that you could do? Right. And 40th place in the nation. Like, so be it. Let's go. So we, we ended up going place sixth at uh, nationals. So I was sixth in my age group, 13 to 14. So I'm coming off of like, you know, like, oh, like this guy can really triple jump. I did triple jump, by the way, in, in track, triple jumper, long jumper. Um, triple jump is probably the more technical one of the two. Uh, it's harder to like get really good at. Long jump is it's kind of like the 100 meter of yeah of jumping. Triple jump is kind of like the 800 of that. You have to pace yourself, but you also have to be quick in a way. So you have to be very technical. You have to be very fast. And you have to be fluid. And I'm not a super tall guy. I, I'm super tall compared to all the long jumpers, yeah. but I'm super short compared to all the triple jumpers. Yeah. So I'm I'm average. I'm 5'9", five 5'9 nine, five nine for males, the average height, like anywhere and overall in the world, right? And so I I really had to be very technical at what I did. 
I had to be very technical. There's people that have bunnies. People have like really good bounds. And I knew when I went into high school, I wanted to break the freshman triple jump record because they have records for every single year. I wanted to break the freshman triple jump. It was 39-11. First ever Damn. jump. Yeah. It kind of far for like what what, what it would be. 39 feet's probably like that wall to that yeah, back wall, right? Yeah, yeah. And first ever jump in high school. Can you guess what it was? Uh, 35. 40 feet. Jeez. Exactly. 40 for, feet on for, the dot. First ever jump in high school. Yeah. I had done it. I beat the triple jump record. So it was like, I'd already accomplished what I want to do the very first meet. And so a lot of that season, fine tuning and whatnot, right? We went, we, oh, not only that, we then went to districts. And at districts, I was seated fourth with my 40 foot jump. I got a lot of opportunities to, you know, go to great meets, the Pasco invites, like, uh, like basically what the state competition is, like the highest of highest levels. But instead of being in your own classification, you're going against everyone. So that, that was like a meet that I got to go to. Um, but then districts comes, this is like, you know, in your own district, you have your, you know, five, six, maybe seven schools, depending on where you live and you compete against them. The best of the best, you know, I was seated fourth. There's three seniors in front of me. Three seniors, like it's their final hoopla if they don't make it, right? Uh, sorry to say the least, but it was a lot of their final times jumping. Yeah. So, and I'd mean this in a non-cocky way, but I'm very proud of like what I was able to accomplish that uh, that time around. Yeah. And senior year, I had, um, what was it? Or freshman year, essentially, I had... Uh, Seated fourth, three seniors in front of me. And I knew if I want to make it out, I would have had to jump big. And it's kind of like a weird thing because every single time that I would have PR'd would have been on my sixth jump. I once stayed on my sixth jump. I had broke the uh I'd got broken my own record on my fifth and sixth jump. Um, I lost a lot of opportunities on my sixth jump. My sixth jump, like triple jump and long jump, sixth jump is crucial. And with that. One thing was uh, on my sixth jump, I was sitting in eighth. I had a really poor prelims. And so they do your first three jumps. And after after that, they reseed you, right? And with that, I was eighth. There was eight jumpers. Barely, like, I'm like, this is not great. I think they had 12 jumpers and I was eighth. I was a final finalist. I remember that. Yeah, there was 12. They narrowed it down to eight and reshuffled. And I was like, oh my goodness. Oh my God. Okay. Sixth and final jump. I'm the first jumper of each like uh, jump itself. So the fourth jump, I'm the first one. Fifth jump, I'm the first one, you know, whatnot. Because they go backwards. My sixth and final jump, I jump a 42-1, which is this, still the triple jump record for freshmen now. What I don't, I don't know what that means. What's a 42-1? 42, 42 feet, one inch. Okay. They, yeah. Okay. So 42-1. <laughs> okay, okay. And I was just, I just had to wait. All I had to do was wait. Seven other jumpers. Nobody ended up beating me. So I was a district champ as a freshman. District champ as a... I think I knew my senior year I was. I knew my senior year I was. Um, but regardless, like I was my freshman year. And that was another goal that I want to get through. And throughout that, always was the sophomore and junior records. And ended up not breaking both of those. But then my senior year came, like... I'd gotten screwed over my junior year. My, my junior year, I got screwed over at regionals. They had marked the jump that was legal as a scratch. So there's a board, and if you go over the board, 
you're it's considered a foul and it's a scratch. It was a legal jump. We have video proof of it. And they marked it as a scratch. And we can't, there's no video proof of it like that we can submit and whatnot. So I kind of got screwed over there. So I was sitting in a good spot. And then it, I wasn't because the jumps were going further and further. So my senior year was like my final ride. Like, I don't give a shit. I am going to win state. I'm going to win it. And I ended up beating the, uh, at the first meet again, at the same location that I won districts at, I had beaten the school record. I'd beaten the school record for uh, triple jump. Super cool. Super awesome. Like, it was like, I know that I'm on there for until somebody beats it, right? Like, I, I just know, I'm like, that was a big goal of mine. And now my, my, my goal now is to win state. And there's this one guy, his name's Nick Jenkins. He was a year under me. He jumped like a 48-10. What I, the I fuck? Ju I jumped a 45-1. That's like almost 50 40, feet, bro. That's like right? 10 times someone's height, bro. That's <laughs> right, crazy, dude. Right? Yeah, he jumped very far, very tall, lengthy oh, okay. bunnies of a kid, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I was nervous. I was like, well, I got to somehow find three feet in my jump <laughs> somehow. He's like six inches taller than I am. And I was like, you know, I don't care. Like, I will I will work it out. Like, we're going to work it out throughout this entire season. He ended up not jumping for like a whole month as well as his fellow partner, his fellow teammate who was the reigning champion. He had essentially, uh, what was it? He had hurt his groin. He had hurt something like his hip flexor or whatnot, which is like kind of important to jump yeah. with. And uh, unfortunately, uh, he did make it out of regionals. But then two days before the state meet, two days, if not maybe a day, my dad checks the thing and he doesn't see him in first place anymore because they see, they, they flight you. So it's one through 20. It's basically one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. So if you jump the furthest, you're one. If you jump 20th furthest, you're 20, right? Yeah. My dad refreshed the thing and it said it was updated that day at noon. He's not on the list. And I'm just gassed because now I move from second to first. And there wasn't like many people close to where I was behind me, but I knew that I would have to PR to maybe, maybe get in. Nobody had a better PR than I did that was behind me. So I felt pretty confident other than one person. There was one person who got let in because you have to fill a void. You okay. have to, you have to have 15 jumpers. And if one leaves or doesn't compete, you have to fill that. And uh, Brian Tavera is the teammate of Nick Jenkins. Okay. His nice. teammate, who is not only the reigning champ, who jumped 46-10 the year prior, but he now got let in because he had the furthest, the next furthest jump of anyone else in the state who didn't make it. So he's let back in. I know that he could jump. And when we go to state, first two days, Thursday, Friday, super fine, sunny, semi-cloudy it's over in like the seattle area he's let back in and i'm like okay i know i have some competition super rainy this saturday mind you like you know casual run running on the track not too bad jumping on a track is like the hardest thing to do high jump pole vault throwing not great wetness is not your friend yeah but of course. what my coach always tells me is anything could happen on any given day Anything could happen on any given day. It doesn't matter what you're up against. It doesn't matter the elements. Everyone's jumping in the same conditions. And so this guy, uh, Nick, Nick Jenkins, not in. Brian's in now, right? He's in the first flight. I'm in the second. 
he jumps a decently good mark. He didn't he didn't beat me. He didn't beat me. He jumped a 48-8. I jumped a 44 or 44 8. I jumped a 44-9. And luckily enough, I'm first. So like I'm after him. So he jumps uh at spot eight. He's in second. I jump at spot nine. He's in I'm in first. And it came down to the fifth or sixth and final jump. And I knew that is everyone does the clap, you know, like where they go like this. Yeah, yeah. Everyone does the clap. And the best jump that he jumped on was when he did the clap. And he did it, jumped really well. And I'm like, okay, I know that he beat me because he got like super excited. And I look at my coach and he points over and he's like, four, five, one. And I'm like, okay, okay. I know I could jump a 45-1. I've jumped it before. I jumped multiple 45s in my time. But that was what I came in with. Okay, it's time. Final jump ever as a high schooler. My fifth jump I scratched and I didn't move my mark back. And I knew that I didn't, but I did it intentionally because I trusted what I knew throughout four years and years prior of doing this, that I trusted my mark and I trusted my spot. And so sixth and final jump. This is just, this is the state title. Yeah, yeah. Like I was not a victory lap for me yet. Go down, get a really good jump. And it felt so good. It felt so good. Hell yeah, man. Boom, bada, bing. I get up. I never celebrate when I jump. Like, you know, like, good jump. I'm like, oh, cool. It's a good jump. You know, kind of celebrate by myself. You know, that's, that's, that's me. I'm not a huge, like, oh my God. This jump felt good. Get out. Let's go. Like, I was, I was so hyped. And then they mark it and they, and I look and I'm like, oh my God. Because the foot marker was like, like uh, right after this lady's hand, I was like, oh no. Okay. I was thinking it was a 44 because it would have been under. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. I look and I got closer and it says 45 or like 46. And I was like, <gasps> that means like I knew that it was like three or four inches under 30 or 46. So I yeah. knew it was a 45.9. I knew that I'd beat him. And then that's when I celebrated and eternity so it's like that grind it that doesn't matter jump every time man. every time 42 one got screwed over on my sixth jump my junior year senior year come back and won the state title on my sixth jump it is like that entire day that entire season could be like an espn 30 for 30 <laughs> like it could be like how wild it is yeah and like the coincidences of everything happening and just like the dream of becoming a state champ like for from freshman year it will it will forever be a story that i'll never forget like every single detail because of how like good of a story it is and i was able to live it and now i have like a giant trophy because our our uh i have a medal but they don't give you a trophy our our metal shop teacher makes a giant trophy uh for all the state champions dude and i'd see every state champion Brittany aquino uh logan what's his name not Logan Sunheim. I think it might be Logan Sunheim. Roderick Fisher. All the people right before me who all won state titles. Our basketball team was so close. Our girls basketball team, second place in overtime. Lost in overtime. Jeez. But I was, I, I'll forever be grateful for it. And I got the trophy. That was all that I wanted was the freaking trophy. Yeah, I man. knew I knew it looked cool at the end of the day. <laughs> but it's nice to be able to uh, celebrate in that. And so... No matter what, I will go get what I what I want to try and achieve. Yeah. You you were you know, you're competing against the three feet like difference guy, right? And yeah, luckily like the guy who was three feet in front of me like did get injured. I did compete against him later yeah, in yeah. that year, but I'm still racing against uh, 
a, a champion, the reigning champion yeah. who was in front of me. And so a lot of that's translated like Spartan racing and whatnot. Hell yeah, man. So look at you, man. <laughs> Thank look you. Look at this guy. Creator now, MVP. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, second place. Well, MVP <laughs> in my heart. I did man. get I did the the community creator because the other one was like I, I don't remember what the other one was. They had MVP, the community wizard, that was a me. And then some other or like most improved, which highly decorated creator that's a there you highly go. decorated highly decorated creator right here man. yeah and just like the connections you make man like yeah i mean dude you and i were going hard on the connections we were networking like crazy yeah i think connection is super powerful man yeah. i think they're super powerful you never know how that's long all take that's you. kind of all like the entertainment industry and just whatever it is you just need to build good relationships and network well yeah. that's kind of all that matters so me uh i snuck into vip <laughs> Uh, I was not supposed to be at the LA convention. Center. Yeah, I was not either. Yeah, so look at look at us, man. You and I bullshitted our way in. You and I were in a. Can room. I tell you how I got in? I know we're about to wrap, but can no, I tell no. you how I got? Go in? ahead, bro. So in Crater now, there's this. Uh, there was a creator named Jacob Hinga. Okay. He's, he's been in Airax videos a lot. Yeah. He's done. You know that trampoline video that he did? It was at one of Jacob Hinga's friends' house. That Jacob's okay. Okay. A part yeah, yeah. of like a group. And at the door, we saw the VIP check in, and we're like, "Frick!" Like us five were like there's no way any of us are on the list yeah if anything i pr i would probably have the best chance but i i yeah, was not I, had, I wasn't even vip i had zero chance right yeah so i i right as we walk in we're like oh fuck. we like circle up and we're like i don't know what to do i like look to my right and i see jacob getting his wristband i'm like jacob dude i just <laughs> so nice to meet you dude i have yeah i was like it's so nice to meet you i have like no like i haven't seen you I, this is my first time meeting. And then all four of them walk up and they start putting the wrist out. And I'm like, oh, great. Like, Jacob, yeah, like, how good is it? Oh, put my it on, God. Walk, yeah. walk in. It was so clutch. And we didn't know where it was at. So we asked a few people where it was at. I'm not going to put out their names. Yeah. Asked a few people where it was at. We got the location and that's that's that. Yeah. After party. Um, yeah. Like, uh, I, I honestly, I was just bullshitting with a whole group and uh, they were all volunteers. Oh. So they all got in because they worked, right? Yeah. I did not. And uh, basically, the key thing I heard is that you need a blue wristband, right? Yep. Uh, I did not have one. Uh, so what happened was I just had to walk in and, uh, as a group, and we just had to bullshit. And what we did was we cut one wristband, and we like cut it as evenly as possible and made a tight two. Oh. Yeah. So we, it, like, at a first glance, it's like, oh, there you go, blue. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. We walk in, and I just see millionaires everywhere. And yeah. I'm just like, I am not. I am a fucking imposter in this place, <laughs> yeah. bro. Graham Stephan, Eric, probably the, the probably the richest person there, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Graham, Graham. Probably, unless like the, I mean, he, people were there. He notoriously has the highest CPM on on yeah. YouTube. So yeah, yeah. But yeah, regardless, like I've I've always been. That we we person. air we air act our way into air yeah, exactly there you go yeah. air act would have been proud if anything i know i thought it was so funny i know i told you i thought it was so funny that air who snuck into the super bowl which was hosted at sofi stadium yeah all the security probably probably the same people yep are now being a security for his event in an adjacent building in sofi stadium that's so at good. the youtube theater <laughs> 
you and I, we bullshit our, our way in. We, exactly. we networked. We got the contacts. We got the IG follows. Yeah. We got all that stuff, and we made it happen, man. Yeah. We are young creators, uh, you know, under 21. We're, we're just trying to make it I'm happen. almost 22. Okay. Well, we'll say we're, we're still under 21. Yeah, we're under 21. <laughs> we're we're in the space, and we're just trying to make it happen. We're grinding, man. Yeah. We're grinding. You and I are yeah. going to have uh, YouTube plaques eventually one day. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's just going to happen. It's just yeah. a matter of when. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll flex it in the future, man. <laughs> we'll flex our yeah. plaques. I, yeah, I'm not one. I like. I, you know, I, I think maybe I've kind of mentioned during this, like, I, I just, I don't know if I ever really take appreciation to like the things that I've done, you yeah. know, I just you gotta feel like back sometimes, man. Yeah. Like I, you know, I'm sometimes I'm really proud of myself. Sometimes I'm not. I'm just like, I just, you know, plaque or not, like I'm still super proud of the stuff that I've done yeah. for our community. 1000%. Um, so yeah, it's just like one of those things. Like I, I'm super community driven. I never feel like it's individually me. It's always the people that I know that I could always thank. Uh, it's always the people that have supported me that I, that I give credit to. Like it, like meeting Colin and Samir is not possible without, the fans and people who press publish who who did that you yeah. know so yeah for me it's it's it i don't know if i i can never take a 100 percent of the opportunities that i've been given to myself yeah um you know from working on the state board that was not something that i intended to do right yeah um but this one project and i know we're wrapping up this will be the final thing that i say um in april i don't know what day yet i'm thinking it's going to be april 6th on a Thursday, I am releasing a 17-song album all about the lowest lows of my life, the highest highs. Um, so yeah, look forward to it. You can find it uh, on Spotify on potentially April 6th, but it's going to be a wild one. I do have music on Spotify. You can look me up at Jared. You'll probably find me in the blue hoodie. Nice. Uh, there's a lot of other Jareds out there. So you of, might have to look. branding for Jared. Exactly. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would look up probably like Jared Acrobat or Jared Factor Fiction. That will always find me. Uh, and hopefully with this next album, I'll be able to push a little bit higher. SEO. But yeah, um, yeah it's, it's going to be one of my most... I've been working on this project for two years. Um, from when I had the inception of the idea to writing every lyric and making sure that they were like the most raw and purest lyrics that I could have wrote and to deliver that vulnerability for all my fans and people that support me and, you know, people that don't support me want to know. Yeah. This is the album that's going to be one of those things that you're going to, if you don't know me, I'm going to show you this album and you're going to learn everything about me. So yeah, 17 songs. Um, you're April hearing six. It. April 6th, potentially. Um, that does have a meaning in my catalog. Yeah, like it, number six is a big thing for Jared. Right well, here. yes, but uh, I won't spoil that quite yet on okay, why April we'll, 6th is like we'll, a We'll, good we'll day. find out. Yeah, you'll find out in due time, but it's going to be a huge project. Uh, but what I least can say is uh, there will be three parts to it. Okay, nice. But not like three individual projects. You'll understand when you see it. They'll be split up into like three parts when you listen. So hell yeah, man! Yeah. Jared, multifaceted <laughs> creator, athlete, musician, YouTuber, creator now, decorated MVP man, blue man. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's the guy. This is Jared of uh, cameras on you. Any last words? It's all on you, man. 
Uh, to anyone watching me, to any of the nationers, um, just thank you guys. I, I'm not in this position without you guys, the people that actually support me, the nationers, the realest community on the internet, um, from music to sports, to my Spartan racing, to making content, to being able to come onto this podcast. Um, thank you guys. I am in this position because of you guys, and I want to make sure that you guys celebrate this victory just as much as I feel like we can. So... Armand, thank you so much for everything. Thank you so much for yeah, letting man. me uh, be on your podcast. Of Make course. sure to check out every other episode beyond this. I'm sure there will be an end card. Make sure to subscribe. Hit that subscribe button because you're going to want to for future episodes. Yeah. And, and Jared and that I comes out on here. ate uh, a world record pizza. That's what happened. We are part of a world record. We, we are part of a world record. We made it happen. <laughs> We, we we ate pizza and made it happen. I am pizza. <laughs> this That's guy. the end of the video. Yeah. That's the end of the podcast. I, Subscribe. I'm, I'm pizza. <laughs>